Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every once in a while, you wake up and think, well, today may be the day I get in trouble on the radio. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The Eric Erickson Show nationwide from Atlanta, Georgia. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Brace yourselves. Is it white guilt? in the media that causes this. You know, I I, I got to say, uh, I, I'm not sure it's something we, my, my wife heard it, and she wasn't thrilled with the idea that we would do it. I, it was my idea. I thought it was, was very funny. You know, the song uh, Black Betty, uh, change it to Black Beto as a song about Stacey Abrams because she is the Beto O'Rourke of the media this year in large part because she was in 2018 ignored. She was ignored by the press in favor of Beto O'Rourke. She and Andrew Gillum in Florida They completely ignored the two of them and in turn focused on Beto O'Rourke. And what happened with Beto O'Rourke? Well, Beto O'Rourke lost. I mean, it's that simple. Beto O'Rourke lost. And he sucked up inordinate amounts of attention from the press along the way at the expense of but or, or at the expense of Andrew Gillum and Stacey Abrams and now the media is going out of their way to focus on Stacey Abrams out of their way And there's a racial component there. Or look at the anti-Asian hate stories. In the oh, y'all need to stick around because we got to discuss a story. But I got I got to set the stage for you here. Look at the look at the anti-Asian hate stories when the the guy shot up the Asian massage parlor in Atlanta, Georgia. Everyone on the left wanted to gravitate towards anti-Asian hate. He wasn't shooting them because they were Asian. He was shooting them because he was going there for sex and was sex addicted and thought the only way to stop his sex addiction was to go kill the people he was having sex with. And I want you to know, by the way, no one's wanted to have a conversation about the Asian-themed massage parlor prostitutes. I realize they're the victims in this situation, but can we not acknowledge that there is a pattern here and everybody wanted to gloss over the fact, why was he going to a massage parlor for sex? 
We're not allowed to talk about that because they're the victims. I get that. But still, there's a story there no one wanted to come back to and say, why are people going to these massage parlors? Why is happy ending a joke? Nope. Can't talk about that. That'd be anti-Asian hate to talk about it. And then the moment the trend came out that the overwhelming majority of acts of violence against the Asian American community are from black men, oh, that story disappeared. Everything was memory hold. In New York, a 31-year-old Asian American woman was followed back to her apartment and stabbed to death by a young black person with mental issues who had been repeatedly let out of prison despite violent acts. And the media seized the story, anti-Asian hate, and then it turned out it was a, a, a young black person who did it, and the story went away. And that leads me to these two stories I bet you haven't heard a lot about except from Fox News and conservative talk radio. Quintez Brown, I think his name is, the the shooter in in Louisville, Kentucky. He was running for city council. He's an anti-Semite. He hates Jews. He's gone on tirades on social media about Jews and whites and wants a pan-African socialist nation. He shot the Jewish mayoral candidate in Louisville, Kentucky. Was a bad shot. The bullet pierced the clothes. Didn't actually hit the mayoral candidate, thank God. He was bailed out of jail by Black Lives Matters. By the way, the guy is also an anti-gun advocate. Did you hear CNN talk about this story? Did you hear CNN talk about how Black Lives Matters bailed out the anti-Semite would-be assassin of a mayoral candidate? Did you hear MSNBC cover it, ABC, CBS, NBC? Did you now imagine if, if it was a white guy bailed out of jail by white nationalists after attempting to shoot a black candidate? Can you imagine the media outrage? Why won't they talk about Black Lives Matters bailing out of prison a black guy who's an anti-Semite who attempted to murder a Jewish mayoral candidate? Why won't the press talk about it? In Indiana, in Indiana, Cameron Cooks is 22. He fired 45 rounds from a semi-automatic rifle and handgun altered to function as a fully automatic weapon at Detective Sergeant William Fazakis on February 7th at a traffic stop. Officer Fazakis was shot twice in the left shoulder and lost half the blood in his body before other officers came to his aid, and he was transported to a Chicago-area hospital for surgery. Cooks is charged with attempted murder of the Gary, Indiana, police officer. His bond was set at $14,000. 
his bond was set at $14,000. I bet you haven't heard that story in major media. It was covered by the local press. It wasn't covered by the national press. I'm sorry, but I'm beginning to believe that the media is avoiding telling stories based on the skin color of the criminals. I'm beginning to believe the media so consumed with white guilt that they're not willing to tell stories, legitimate news stories, because of the skin color of the criminals. I don't think it's disputable. I don't think it is. The National Press Corps made a very big deal. Every single major media outlet covered the Louisville mayoral candidate getting shot. Only Fox News covered Black Lives Matters getting the guy out of jail. Why? Only Fox News is covering a would-be murderer of a police officer getting a $14,000 bond. Only Fox News is covering the 31-year-old Asian woman being murdered in New York City by someone who was repeatedly let out of jail. Why? I guess the rest of the week is, well, Fox News is the most watched. There's no reason for us to cover it, baloney. Baloney. I go back to the anti-Asian hate stories. We never have had a conversation about so many of the Asian-themed massage parlors in this country being fronts for human trafficking and otherwise for prostitution. Oh, I know. Let me tell you. The only reason I ran for elected office and won was because I noticed one night about 10 p.m. driving from my house into downtown uh, Macon to be on TV one night, the number of massage parlors that were open after 10 p.m. with lines of men outside the door or loitering around. I had no idea. You drive past these places and you never see anyone there. After 10 o'clock at night, they were all pretty busy, and I started writing about it. I started getting death threats. And a woman in Gwinnett County, Georgia, reached out to me as I started writing about this and getting threats of lawsuits against me and threats, and she said, this is going to happen. I knocked on the door of these places one time. I actually wanted a massage, and I knocked on the door, and they wouldn't let me in. They said I was a woman. I got curious. A lot of these places are fronts for prostitution. A lot of them are human trafficking venues. And I ran for office in Macon, Georgia, and my whole issue was to shut them down. We were fairly successful for a while, and then they stopped enforcing the law we wrote. And interestingly enough, the law we wrote was not for police raids or anything like that. It was just to treat them like a normal massage parlor. And we got together with all the legitimate ones in town. They said, well, we keep logs of our customers. We make sure there are light bulbs. Uh, these places, you'd have rooms with no light bulbs. They wouldn't have customer logs, anything like that. So all we did was require them to do it, and they closed up shop. They disappeared for a while. Then they stopped enforcing the law after I left. Some of them have come back. Many of them 
are fronts for prostitution. The reason there's a happy ending joke is because that's what happens there. A lot of them are fronts for human trafficking that, you know, the the left says isn't a real thing. We have the shooter in Atlanta who kills several people at Asian-themed massage parlors because that's where he's going for easy sex. And the story becomes about anti-Asian hate. It doesn't become about human trafficking and prostitution at these places. It's understandable. There were dead women who their only crime was helping him fulfill his sexual needs. And in some cases, there were legitimate massage therapists who were killed, who were not doing that. But that's why he went there. He wasn't going there because they were Asian, but the media immediately, immediately turned it into anti-Asian hate. And then all the stories come out. Oh, my gosh, there's more acts of anti-Asian hate in New York. Oh, my gosh, there are more acts in San Francisco. Roll the tape. Oh, wait, what, what, what? It's, it's, it's a black man beating up the Asian woman? Well, we can't talk about that because, you know, in intersectionality, only white people can be the oppressors. And if you're a black man, you literally a, a professor at the University of Boulder, University of Colorado Boulder, wrote a story that these black men beating up and killing Asian people was actually them reacting to the oppression felt by white people or a, a, a oppression imposed on black men by white people. That was how this critical theorist at the University of Colorado explained that All the violence overwhelmingly, statistically overwhelmingly, is by black men against Asian people. And so the media, memory hold it. And now this story out of Louisville, Kentucky, disappeared from the headlines the moment Black Lives Matters got involved. And this story in northwest Indiana... No major media outlet has covered it. A man gets $14,000 bond after trying to murder a police officer with an automatic weapon. Not a semi-automatic. It was semi-automatic, illegally modified to be automatic. You would think the media would be all over that as a gun story. We need more gun control. Oh, my gosh, you can modify a semi-automatic weapon to make it automatic. We got to do something. No, 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 no. We can't discuss it because of the race of the criminal. I thought we were all created equal. If the media can't cover relevant crime stories that you and I both know damn well they would cover if the person was white, the media is engaged in racism, of paternalism, of white guilt, of something. But it's all about control of the narrative and framing, is it not? They don't really care about the truth. They don't really care what the facts are. They don't even care about the story unless it's useful to perpetuate a narrative. And a white guy going into an Asian-themed massage parlor and gunning everyone down for sex was real useful to advance the narrative that, you see, all white people are oppressors and violent. And then when the trend lines and patterns came out, well, we got to memory hold the story because it no longer fits our narrative. There is an aggressive agenda by the left in the media these days to perpetuate class and racial strife and warfare in this country against each other, all in one direction. And at some point, you really got to ask yourself why. I sleep well at night under bowl and branch sheets. And I need to tell you, 
My family, we were customers before I started endorsing them. It's what I like to do. I like to be familiar with the product and like it. And I love the Bull and Branch sheets. One of the reasons I love them is because they are super soft sheets. <laughs> I got to say that word right. But they've got a little weight to them. So, so you feel somewhat more snuggled. Like I've got some uh, sheets I, that came with the new mattress and they're so light it's like there's nothing on top of you, and I can't sleep well with them because they're – I mean, it's just – and then they bunch up the – the man, the satiny soft feel of the Bull & Branch sheets, it makes a real big difference. Listen, you've got so many options out there right now. You could go to a department store. You have so many options, but there's no reason to because with Bull & Branch, you get high-quality sheets. They've got a great thread count. They're perfect. They've got plenty of color options. You sleep well under them because they're soft and they're durable and they've got a little bit of weight, the perfect amount of weight for a sheet. Now, I want you to go out there and order Bolin Branch sheets because they are comfortable. You got, I mean, they're environmentally friendly. They're built around sustainability, and you got quality that lasts. You know, a lot of the companies that advertise all the environmentally friendly stuff, their sheets don't last. I can tell you, my bowl and branch sheets have lasted a long time, and they get softer over time. Experience the best sheets you've ever felt at bowlandbranch.com. Get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use promo code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, at checkout. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. The promo code, ERIC, E-R-I-C-K. Hello there. The phone number here is 877-973-7425, should you wish to be a part of this year program. I know there are a lot of progressives out there who, when uh, those of us on the right have commented that Joe Biden's approval rating has hit Donald Trump's level, you're like, ah, but it's real clear politics. Uh, we don't pay attention to real clear politics. We pay attention to 538 because they weed out the bad, biased Republican pollsters. Okay. According to 538, Joe Biden and Donald Trump are now tied at the same point in their presidency. Both polling averages for Biden and Trump are 41.4%. And, you know, 538 gets rid of those biased partisan pollsters. What happened? <laughs> what happened to the Democrats in 2018? They had a really good year. Minus the Senate, which they're on defense because of the states that were up. They had a really good year. Well, now we're in 2022. It's the Republicans who are on offense, not the Democrats, because it's Joe Biden in the White House, not Trump. And guess what? The Democratic number and the Republican number, they're the same for Biden and Trump, 41.4%. It's really bad. The further below 50% a president gets in the midterm job approval rating, the worse it does. And there's a huge, fundamental, profound difference between Biden and Trump and the public opinion polling. Anybody know what it is? I looked. If you delve into the into the internals of the polls, you see it. It's pretty clear. The difference is that Donald Trump's approval rating had a lot to do with people not liking him. It was personal. 
with Joe Biden, it has a lot more to do with the job he's doing, and that has become personal. That's a real problem for the Democrats because, you know, with Donald Trump, a lot of people, they they didn't objectively hate what the Republicans were doing. They hated Donald Trump. With the Democrats now, they hate what the Democrats are doing, and so, therefore, they hate the Democrats. That seems to me to be a fundamental distinction, and it's worse for the Democrats nationwide in swing states and the like. In fact, there's polling out we'll get into when we come back. The Democratic polling has leaked. They did not mean – and this is a key here because oftentimes they leak internal polling to build a narrative. They did not want this internal polling to leak. They did not. But someone leaked it to a reporter against the will of the Democratic Party, and it is brutal – Devastating polling for the Democrats. Put it to you this way. Everything I've been telling you has been the truth. The Democrats are changing their minds about masks, not because the science and data have changed, but because the polling has changed. And it is absolutely devastating polling for the Democrats. Wait until you hear the numbers. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be a part of this here program, I told you guys the situation is bad, 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 bad for the Democrats right now. And I got to we need to dive into some of the data because I, I mentioned the other day about the Politico story that um, the Politico story says that GOP culture war attacks are alarmingly potent. That's from the DCCC polling. They're saying if the Democrats don't respond, you could have an R plus 14 wave, which is brutal. But now the San Francisco, uh, is it the Chronicle? No, uh, um, one of the San Francisco newspapers out there has gotten – more data. And I need to read you some of this. Keep in mind before we begin, there are two forms of internal polling. There's the kind they want to make public in a press release, which is totally designed to steer a narrative. And there's the kind they would prefer not be made public. When the polling gets really, really, really bad, that's when people start leaking it, though, uh, for warning signs. And you got to be able to distinguish between the two. The public opinion internal polling that's designed to shape a narrative or advance an agenda, that's press release. Like, for example, here's a great example. In Georgia, when David Perdue decided to challenge Brian Kemp. David Perdue's campaign made their internal polling public to show why they were running. Their internal polling showed David Perdue beating Brian Kemp 52% to 36%, something like that. It was pretty brutal polling for Brian Kemp. And David Perdue leaked to that and successfully had multiple media outlets, including the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, the biggest newspaper in the state, run 
news stories based on that internal polling saying, here's why Purdue's getting in the race. His internal polling has him at 52% against Brian Kemp. Now, it turns out, once he got in, all the public opinion polling came out from public opinion pollsters and Republican pollsters, and it turns out it's actually the opposite. Kemp's close to 52%, and and Purdue can't get over 39%, even as the race consolidates. And now he's got to worry about Candace Taylor, who's running, uh, and and her uh, whole campaign is Jesus, Guns, and Babies. God bless her. That's a heck of a campaign. She's getting dragged by the left, but, I mean, that makes me like her. Jesus, Guns, and Babies is the thing she cares about. Yes! And, you know, the thing about that is you can tell she authentically cares about these things. And... Purdue is focusing on a stolen election. But nonetheless, his internal polling was intentionally sent to the press as a way to generate it. They haven't leaked their private internal polling. There's internal polling. Democrats pioneered this trend back in the 90s of doing internal polling designed to be leaked. But there's always, when things go really bad for campaigns, they begin to leak the data that shows how brutal it is. And, and that's the big difference. You can tell uh, what's authentic and what's not is one. They aren't advertising it. It's not in a press release and it really is damaging. And when it's really bad for them and they're not putting it in a press release and its sources attend the meeting, gave it to the media under the cover of anonymity, those tend to be the big red flag ones that, hey, we need all the leadership to know we know this. We need everyone to know. And and someone always leaks it, and their intentions are pure as the driven snow. We need to raise the alert on this. We need people to know how bad it is. We need people to understand, particularly our base, why we're pivoting. Keep that last part in mind. The Democrats need the base to know we have to pivot even though you don't want us to. Findings for the poll. I'm now reading from the story. Findings for the poll were presented to DCCC officials Thursday morning. One slide in the presentation, which was shared with SF Gate by someone who attended the presentation and was granted anonymity in accordance with Hertz Media Ethics Policy, states, quote, Many of the Republican attacks tested have alarming credibility, including Republican attacks on COVID-19 policy. The presentation doesn't clarify what it means by credibility. We can presume it means the voters buy it. Here again from the story. Pay attention to this. The poll found that 57% of voters in competitive congressional districts agree with the statement, quote, Democrats in Congress have taken things too far in their pandemic response. 66% of self-identified swing voters in competitive districts agree with that statement. White and Hispanic voters in competitive districts were equally as likely to agree 59%, while black voters were at 42%, and Asian voters were at 46% disagreeing with the statement. The poll also did not define what taking things too far means. That's okay. It's perception. The DCCC found that critiques of COVID-19 restrictions were slightly less potent than other issues. In swing districts, 64% of voters agreed with the statement, Democrats in Congress support defunding the police and taking more cops off the street. The internal poll found that 80% of self-defined swing voters in competitive districts agreed with that statement. 
So I need to actually put this in greater focus for you, particularly if you're a Democrat and you're listening to this. 66% of self-defined swing voters agree with the statement Democrats in Congress have taken things too far in their pandemic response, and 80% of self-defined swing voters in competitive districts agree that Democrats want to defund the police and take cops off the street. Either way, it's bad. You're at 80% for defund the police and 66% for you've made my life miserable with your COVID pandemic restrictions. It's not good. And so the Democrats are having to flip. Now, I told you guys, I told you two weeks ago, the Democratic Governors Association went behind closed doors. They had their internal poll. It was not a coincidence. And now we know I was right. That they came out of their Washington meeting with all the Democratic governors. I think we're going to get rid of the mask mandate now. And now members of Congress on the Democratic side are starting to do the same thing. And it comes only a few weeks after they wanted mandatory N95 masks on airplanes. Remember that? A couple of weeks ago, Democrats in Congress were saying, we probably now need to make masks, N95 masks, mandatory on airplanes. This isn't good. And now, even worse... Listen to this on MSNBC. Clear that a growing number of Americans, including a lot of Democrats, are heading towards, if not already at the point of saying, you know what, we just got to get back uh, to normal. And you see this kind of emerging message from some Democrats basically saying mission accomplished, that, you know, the policies of the Biden White House, the Democratic uh, Congress, Democratic governors, they worked, our sacrifices were worth it, we got vaccinated, it's now time to enjoy those benefits. But that message hasn't been really been that loud because, as you point out, uh, the base is divided. A, a large number of Democrats are not there yet. So I think there's going to be a challenge for a lot of Democratic leaders to get their base comfortable with the idea of going back to normal. I mean, for the past two years, so much of the identity of what it meant to be a, a Democrat, to, to follow the science, was tied up in masking and following these rules and regulations. And uh, if you didn't do that, you were, you know, a bad person. You were Ron DeSantis. You were, you were a denier. Mm. So now uh, these Democratic leaders need to get their base comfortable with unwinding all of that. <laughs> you can't. It's very hard. I shouldn't say you can't. It's very hard. When you... Now, y'all follow along with me here. When you begin to find moral validity and moral affirmation in a practice, it becomes really hard to give up that practice. You all know it. I, I got to be careful how I tread here, but think of vegans. Now, I know a lot of vegans who they do it for uh, particular reasons, but you and I also know there are a lot of people who've embraced veganism as a way to save the planet. They have become morally identified with veganism. A crossfitter a vegan and an atheist went into a bar. We only know because all three made sure everyone in the bar knew. You've heard the joke. They find their moral validity in it. 
I, I, I go to a CrossFit gym. I love it. I, I like the style of exercising, but I'm not a CrossFitter per se. I, I, I go work with the trainer. I don't go to the classes. I don't do the, the daily wads, the workouts of the day. But my gosh, I know a number of people who they have defined their lives by CrossFit. It's what they do. It's, it's a better gym. It's a better exercise. It's a better this. It's a better that. They want everybody to know. And then there's the atheist. My gosh, uh, when I talk about my wife's cancer or something, the number of atheists who go, how could you believe in a magical sky fairy when your wife has cancer? He must be cruel. They want you to know they're an atheist. The vegans, they're saving the planet. They're far superior to you. Not in all cases. You don't have to re- listen. If you're offended by what I'm saying, I'm probably not talking about you. You can spare me your outrage. But a lot of Democrats have now defined themselves by the mask mandate. And they're better than you and me because they wear their mask. They're more virtuous. And now the Democrats are having to tell them, and that's why I think the polling is leaking. And that's very important to understand. The polling is leaking to tell the Democratic base, we have no choice. Do you want the Republicans in charge? You have to give us grace. And they're telling it to a party that has abandoned the concept of grace. And there's going to be hell to pay. It's going to be brutal. And then there are the cultural critiques as well. The Democrats really believe that uh, critical race theory is not taught in schools. And if it is taught in schools, it's a good thing. I mean, it's, it's this, well, it's not in school. Okay, so you can pass a, we can pass a law that bans it. Well, no, 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 no. So you want it taught in school. No, 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 no. And parents are revolting. I got to play you this audio of this parent at a school board in Raleigh, North Carolina. Listen to this man talk about the issue here that the parents are dealing with. The resolution, the CRT deal, because it's, it's happening. And as a parent, I speak to other parents. There's a few things that we don't want. I'm biracial. I'm bilingual, I'm multicultural. The fact is, in America, in North Carolina, I can do anything I want, and I teach that to my children. And the person who tells my little pecan-colored kids that they're somehow oppressed based on the color of their skin would be absolutely wrong and absolutely at war with me. And I think that's the same for every parent. What the masks showed us is that the parents, the most powerful group of people in our country, that they're taking back the wheel. Now, obviously, we had to take the wheel back for the mask, but we're taking the wheel back from Washington all the way to Raleigh and into our local school board because CRT, all of that, the parents don't want it. It's a big fat lie. There's not one. If if you believe in CRT, I want to tell you you're a liar because that means you look at your black neighbor and say that they're oppressed and you look at your white neighbor and say that they're evil, regardless of the experience that you've had with them. And we're not going to do that. The parents in the United States of America, right here in North Carolina and Cabarrus County, we know that's not true because we believe the lives we live. The fact is, I've been a business owner right here in North Carolina, and I deal with white people, black people, Hispanic people. My children deal with everybody. And the racism is only happening at the government level and on the media. The fact is, you have racists, and there's like, you can't even find them hardly. You just hear the stories about them. But this is, this is what we're dealing with. The parents are taking the wheel. I have an eight-year-old daughter who is absolutely dynamic, who can do anything, athletically, intellectually, spiritually, and emotionally. She is a dynamo. And I don't want a man swimming against her in the pool. 
The fact is, I don't want her playing against boys in soccer. I don't even let my sons rough her up. Do you think I'm going to let your son rough her up? This is what we're talking about. Policy going back to the parents. Because if you think people who love America are willing to fight for it, you haven't met parents yet. Because I'm telling you, parents will go further down any street than anyone who loves their country alone. Amen. That has gone viral on the Internet, and he's right. It is a larger cultural critique against the progressives who have taken over the Democratic Party and parents on a multicultural, multiracial basis are furious, and the Democrats are so busy virtue signaling to themselves behind masks in coastal urban areas, they have made the base of the voters mad. Reuters is running a story that in Pennsylvania, Democrats are beginning to worry about a complete wipeout. The Democratic brand has become so radioactive in rural Pennsylvania, they are afraid at a party level that they're about to go extinct because of their culture war. You know, they say, and the media says that you and I, we're the ones fighting a culture war. No, they're the ones fighting the culture war. We're just on defense saying this far, no further. And somehow we're the bad guys. I don't, I don't think so, but that's what they think. And they're about to find out it doesn't work for them. Now, what does work is the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. It's an air purifier. You can hold this sucker in the palm of your hand. Somebody came in my office the other day and was asking about it. It's bigger than the size of your hand. It's about twice as big as your hand, but you can hold it in your hand. You plug it straight into the wall, and it wipes out odors. It doesn't mask them. It eliminates them, and it gets rid of the mildew, the bacteria, the mold that's floating in the air. It works great, and it's filterless. You don't have to get a filter for it. You just wipe it out on occasion, and it's very portable, so you can take them with you in your car. You can you can use it at USB plug to plug it in. You can put it in your RV, your hotel room. It just works. And right now you can buy one, get one free by going to EdenPureDeals.com and use the checkout code Eric Bogo, E-R-I-C-K-B-O-G-O. That's right. You go to EdenPureDeals.com and then you use my discount code Eric Bogo to buy one, get one free. This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan, wherever you are nationwide. They can help you get a big loan for your business, but it's $750,000 and up now. Why? Because they do a lot of business, and they've got to got to focus on the big stuff right now. But if you need to build a building or buy a building or, or just do something massive for your business, reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan. They've been doing this since the early 90s. Good people. The Frost family, they're friends of mine. They can help you. Wherever you are in the United States of America, they can help. Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. FirstLibertyGA.com. Speaking of, during commercial break, I was checking my voicemails. I have a voicemail from someone who wants to offer me cash for my home. Wants to make a cash offer for my home And given the value discussed, I don't think my house is worth the amount of money they want to pay me cash for. I don't think it's worth that much. I'm not going to consider it, though, because uh, (laughs) I don't want to move anywhere else. I got no reason to to move anywhere. They want a a 30-day closing cash offer. I mean, it sounds good. 
but I don't think I want to pack up and move. And they're really, I mean, there's a couple of houses I would buy on some really nice property, but I, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think I want to, I don't think I want to go down that road right now. Uh, in any event, uh, these are weird economic times. When we come back, Amazon has banned Black Lives Matters from their Amazon Smiles program, their program to give nonprofit dollars. Why have so many corporations fallen for the nonsense? It's 2022. Things are still crazy. Things haven't settled down. And now you got the Federal Reserve and interest rates. You got the economy. You got inflation. A lot of banks won't even return your phone call. Let's say you're a small business and you need a loan for $750,000 or higher. You see an opportunity where banks, they don't even want to see you. You want to buy a building? You want to build a building? Reach out to the Frost family at First Liberty Building and Loan. They've been helping small businesses become big businesses since the 1990s. They want to help you if they can. So spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a good fit for them and they're a good fit for you. Their website is firstlibertyga.com. That's firstlibertyga.com. Again, you need a loan, $750,000 or higher. You're a small business and you see an opportunity to grow. Share it with the Frost family and see if they can help you. Firstlibertyga.com. That's firstlibertyga.com. First Liberty Building and Loan can help businesses nationwide become bigger businesses.